0: On, and the satisfactions guaranteed. Frank discussion with passion on CJD eight hundred. Coming up after ten fifteen, we've got our LGBTQ hour, and our panelists will discuss a bit of politics best party for the LGBTQ community in Canada and also in the US since its uh, elections happening in both uh, both countries we'll talk about that but first
1: let's take a look at the inbox make a connection anytime at 514 800
0: don't forget, you can also email me anytime to laurie at com, or you can call me, 514 800 Text me your questions at 514-800. And if you have any questions related to uh, LGBTQ issues, then uh, you can send that in and we can uh, discuss with our panelists coming up after ten fifteen. Hi, Dr. Lori. just curious to know if there are any benefits or harms of taking Viagra or Cialis for someone without an erectile dysfunction? Does it help keep an erection longer? Thank you for your great show and keep it up. Okay, no pun intended here. Um, Okay, so you shouldn't really be using Viagra or Cialis as a recreational drug. It is not a recreational drug and could be uh, dangerous if not followed by a medical doctor who knows your medical history. The risk would be of uh, of having a prolonged erection. You know, you've heard that, right? If you have a four-hour erection, make, get yourself to the emergency room and blah, blah. So that would be uh, the definite risk. I can't give you the numbers in terms of how risky it is, but it's not pretty if you do have a prolonged erec- erection and you need to have Something done that, like, if you to to reduce the erection, like they literally stick a needle in your penis and draw the blood out. It is no guy wants to go through that. So, why you would want to take that risk? uh, I really don't know. Uh, We've got a call from Phoebe. Hi, Phoebe. Oh, yes. Yes, can you hear me?
2: Yes, my love. Okay, what can I hear you? You ration all night. Vous pas français, eh? Yeah, well, this is an
0: English radio station, so okay, I really don't I want know, to have yeah, a I French know. conversation. Yes,
2: <laughs> I know. I listen to you, you radio every night, but I want you to tell me what to do.
0: Well, I don't know if I can tell you exactly what to do, but give me your problem, and we'll see if we can yes, help you out.
2: Yes. I have a boy- this boyfriend for four years. Okay. Four years. Four years. I have a boyfriend. We live in the same building. Yeah. And and some uh, and sometime I'm go up. I'm always go up in his apartment.
0: Okay.
2: He never want to go down in my apartment. Okay. But, and the neighbor, he has a neighbor near his apartment. He play card with him. Is another friend. Is uh, a couple, but his friend another woman.
0: Okay. If he
2: like more, leave me. Alone and go play cards with this couple and the women. I don't know
0: what to do. Well, he's entitled to have a life separate from you as well. So he's not. It's not that he likes necessarily them better. But why can't he have both? Why can't he have his uh, his activities, his loisir? And, and if it means playing cards and that he really enjoys that, why can't he have that and get to see you too? No, he
2: can't. Tend- he, the, the, the couple, his friend, so many years with this woman, and the husband died, and his friend, he's friend is still friend, but So you are jealous.
0: You are? Are you jealous that he's spending? Is is he spending yes. time with another yes. woman? Yes. Well, then the only thing you can do is tell him that uh, you know this this makes you uncomfortable. Maybe why don't you make friends with this woman too? Why don't you yes. find out if yes, if she's such a good friend? Time.
2: He never talk about this, and he swear, he swear God, there's nothing happened with her. So then, and why? Listen.
0: So then, why don't you believe him?
2: He says, "Listen, I'm go just for play cards, but he play card almost all week. One day yes, one day no, one day yes, one day no, one night yes, one night no." Yeah,
0: he and enjoys playing cards. Much. Well, you're saying it's too much. He's not saying it's too much. He feels it's okay. So you can talk to him about how you feel, but why don't you join him? Phoebe, join him and ask him if you can play cards. Too. I got to let you go. I have some other questions to answer. So good luck and uh, keep me posted. Let me know what happens with that. Thank you very much for calling in 514 uh, I'm 28 and my girlfriend is younger. I like to have sex all the time. She always says she is tired. Shouldn't a younger woman like to have sex all the time? Is it me? How can I make her want sex? So everybody has different levels of libido. You can have people who are high libido, medium libido, low libido people at their at their baseline. So it's not you know you' you're making the assumption that simply because she's young, she should want sex all the time. That's not the case. That's just a, uh, that's a, a myth actually. So it's very possible that your partner, is on the lower libido side and you're on the higher libido side. So you have to be able to discuss sexuality together, talk about it so that you can come up with some kind of uh, compromise and see what she needs. If she's tired, what's making her tired? Is there anything you can help her with to reduce her fatigue or her stress or what have you, so have a good conversation about that and and maybe figure that out uh, together but it doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you it doesn't mean there's anything wrong with her you simply have a desired discrepancy that's uh that's just there and that's probably the the baseline of it so um something to discuss together coming up our lgbtq panel joins me we'll talk about uh, a little bit of politics american politics canadian politics how, uh, how does this all bode for the LGBTQ community? So uh, Bill Ryan and Charles Lowe will join me to discuss uh, these issues. A safe place to work out the kinks in any relationship. It's passion with CGAD 800's Dr. Lori Batito. Tonight we talk a little bit of politics uh, when it comes to the LGBTQ community with our panel. Bill Ryan is here; he's a McGill professor and LGBTQ advocate. Uh, we have Charles Lowe, also known as Dolly Blonde, who's a singer, songwriter, performer who performed so beautifully with such a Aww, uh, was such electrifying. Uh, this is how you were described in the newspaper. I was about to right. say yeah. it's
3: only it's, it's as if you read the uh, article. That's that right. I have
0: the elect- Structurifying Dolly Blonde. Yes, we'll be hearing your new single soon tonight as well. So thank you for performing at our 20th anniversary party. All right, uh, I think I wanted to ask you two, uh, there was a question about uh, Viagra and Cialis used as a um, recreational drug. And Bill, you came in saying, whoa, we've got to talk about this just for people to beware.
1: Yes. What I thought might be important to mention in terms of talking about Viagra and Cialis is that... um, there are some people who use a stimulant for sex called poppers, mm-hmm. They're little bottles that people sniff out of, and it gives them a moment of um, exhilaration, a rush to the brain. Um, but if you use poppers and you take Viagra or Cialis, you can have a catastrophic drop in your blood pressure that can cause you to die instantly. So just for those of you who um, who know of poppers or use poppers or who use Viagra or Cialis, it's really important that you never put the two, you never use the two the sa- at right. the same time.
0: Well, which is why the warning is we do not use Viagra or Cialis as a recreational drug. It should be used for erectile dysfunction, period. Right. You know, right. Uh, and followed by a doctor because a lot of these people aren't even, you know, they're getting them on the internet and... What have you.
1: Well, when you buy stuff on the internet, you don't know what you're buying. You either, also which don't is a know what problem. you're buying.
0: Even the stuff that they say is all natural actually has. Uh, they did a study that looked at uh, many different sources, and they found sildenafil even in the ones that, were, that said it was completely natural. So mm-hmm. it isn't. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you can be taking something that you think is natural that could actually be killing you.
1: Right. And, and you know, time. somebody may at some point have an erectile dysfunction issue in their lives and they may be used to using poppers and just not even think about it or their pharmacist right. might not even most pharmacists wouldn't know what a popper they're not pop, going to ask are. you right so it's just really important. You separate those two things always. And Cialis is something that you take over a longer period of time. Right. Whereas Viagra you'd pop one and then you you know, half an hour later it's supposed to become effective. But Cialis stays in your blood a lot longer. So during right. that period of time you cannot use poppers.
0: Right. Very important. And is was that is poppers something that was uh, like common in the gay community?
1: It was actually very common in the disco world, both straight and gay, and mm-hmm. the and the disco world in certain cities was very was was very came out of gay communities. Um uh, you don't I don't see it that much on dance floors but maybe that's cuz I'm not on dance floors yeah. anymore, <laughs> Not at uh, all <laughs> it used to be quite common people would sniff poppers and dance and yeah. uh, if, if for anyone who knows what poppers do to you, I, it makes you lightheaded. I don't know how people can sniff them and dance yeah, but for some sure. Do.
3: It's still on dance floors, it's yeah. still in bars, it's oh, still yeah? over the place. Yeah, I think as you were mentioning off air, it's not specifically sold in Canada anymore, even though it's primarily made in Canada. Um, for sure, you can see people walking around clubs with the like little poppers as a necklace and then they just go around really. Just, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. All right, so she's out there.
0: Big, uh, big warning for that, yes. then. Yes, all right, important well, thank health you. warning. So we're uh, in the midst of uh, lots of political discourse uh, with, uh, with debates and elections on in both uh, uh, America and here in the U.S. and here. What are your any any thoughts, Bill? On you want to illuminate us on the positions that some of these politicians are taking with regards to the LGBTQ community and discrimination and tolerance and things like that.
1: Well, we were treated last week to a display of Stephen Harper tripping all over his tongue when he was trying to explain what his position was on reproductive choice and rights, and a same-sex marriage. And um, I, I think the liberals brought some of his old speeches out to embarrass him, and they did embarrass him because, uh, oh. from what I heard, it was ca- it was chaos within the conservative, you know, planning rooms. Mm-hmm. And uh, did I say Stephen Harper? Yeah, you did. I'm sorry, but isn't that funny? And I didn't do that you deliberately, but a lot yeah, of people yeah, are calling yeah, Shear yeah, yeah, Harper. Oh, Andrew Shear, yeah, I oh, okay, that Shear. was a slip. wasn't I am looking at you? I'm like,
0: hmm. Oh, <laughs> well, they brought How they brought Stephen Shear out to talk no, about it. No, Andrew Shear.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Andrew Shear. <laughs> <laughs> did it again. Andrew Shear. Oh, Stephen <laughs> Harper. It <They sound laughs> really the same. seems like honestly, I'm going to deliberately. They brought Shear out. The head of the Conservative Party of Canada. Andrew Shear. Andrew Shear came out and embarrassed himself. And he could not, you know, he just basically said, well, we'll respect the laws as they exist. But he could not actually say that his own personal attitudes or values had moved on this issue. And a lot of people within the conservative world, because Canada's conservatives are generally a little bit more progressive conservative than, say, Republicans. Than in the U.S., mm-hmm. yeah, or exactly. Or British conservatives. And a lot of people in the Canadian conservative world said he made a huge mistake doing that, that he should have said, I've evolved like everyone has evolved and we will respect everybody's rights. Um, so the conservatives, um, have lost a couple of a candidate, um, a couple of candidates related to their attitudes. And I think the election will certainly bring out the liberals and new Democrats trying to embarrass the conservatives over the attitudes of some of their members. And the conservative party is going to have to take some kind of a stand on social issues that reflects the views of Canadians. And they're not right now.
0: Right. Hmm. How different would you say what's going on here or are, uh, the, um the support, let's say, from from our political parties here towards the LGBTQ community compared to what we see in the US?
1: Um well the Democrats are fairly LGBTQ positive and supportive in, in most parts of the world of the Democratic Party of the United States. Um I think that generally speaking, the Republicans are very, very negative and um, explicitly negative. They don't trip over their tongues like Andrew Scheer did. They actually come out with really hateful things about gender and sexual minorities, about women, about visible minorities, those kinds of things. And I think that hopefully there's a line that Canadian right-wing parties will not cross in that. Hmm. Yeah. You've
0: just come from the States, any... uh, yeah, any it's it's sort of interesting there?
3: following this um, Steve Andrew Shear. Sorry, <laughs> uh, line. It's sort of put your body where your politics are. I, I I could be wrong, but I believe that he was the only Canadian political party leader who did not show up to any pride marches, who didn't show up to any pride events throughout Canada, whereas you saw. Uh, all the other party members walking parades going to uh, organizations that deal with uh, tolerance or HIV positive mm-hmm. people or just like showing their faces and putting their body where their politics are. And if he's stumbling over his words and he's saying, I respect the laws that are there, it's go number two or get off the pot. Like make mm-hmm. one decision. Don't be ambivalent towards whatever demographic that you're catering to that, that Make, make right, a decision. Right. And in terms of American politics, I think that I there's more of a drastic sort of dichotomy between Canadian politics and American politics where you're still seeing, and in Canada as well, but in the United States more so, trans women of color being murdered every week. I think we're in like the 20s now. Mm -hmm. It's 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 a life or death situation. And it's it's ridiculous that it comes down to the semantics of, well, they said this, they said that. It's like, actually, they're dying out here. We're dying Mm -hmm. out here.
1: Mm -hmm. There are um, initiatives in the United States that are supported by the majority of Republicans and that Trump is fostering that things like expelling all trans-military personnel from the United States Armed Forces. Right. Now, the courts, thankfully, have been blocking him in different ways, and he's had, to, he's had to go backwards a little bit on it, but he keeps coming back from another perspective to try and do it again. And those kinds of messages just give solace to people who hate and people who might be violent. And now you've got an American administration that is, on many levels, at least tolerating, if not in some ways encouraging violence against minorities.
0: Hmm. Interesting. This texter uh, clearly doesn't agree. Um, thinks that you're making fun of a politician that is telling the truth. Um, if pride parades is a staple, is a staple to run a country, Canada is in trouble. And I'm a liberal. I think that's going a little far here. You know, I think it's one aspect of it, and it's not the thing.
1: It's very symbolic. It's very symbolic, particularly for someone who espouses really strict religious views that don't coincide with the views of most Canadians. And if we want to see this person as our prime minister, then he has to show on some level that he's reflecting the values that we as a society hold that are protected by the Charter of Rights and that are upheld by the courts. You know, he doesn't have to put a a tutu on and dance around on St. Catherine Street on Pride I Day. I, would love to I, mean, I will happily give him a boa. I will
3: happily give him a boa if but, he wants know, to. But, you know,
1: he could be a little bit more supportive and and name his evolution in a way that he hasn't because he's afraid of offending some a, a small percentage of very right-wing religious people in the country. And I think that that's, you know, talking about, about reproductive rights, talking about contraception, talking about access to abortion services, talking about LGBTQ people. Those are things, if you take too right-wing a stand on, Canadians won't vote for you. Right.
0: Regardless, whether they're in that community or not. Yes. As, a, as a society, I do think we are far more tolerant than than our American counterparts, mm-hmm. whether you're a conservative or a liberal.
1: I agree. And, and a lot of it has to do with, with where do we stand as a country in terms of gender relations, because we know in studies that countries where women are tending towards equality with men because there is no country where women are equal to men in all ways. But countries that are tending towards it and that their laws are putting out as ideals are generally countries that um, also support LGBTQ rights. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's about equality and it's about making sure that everyone feels comfortable in, in the society that they live in.
0: Yeah, that's a, that's a really good point. That's a really good point. This is our LGBTQ panel. We have Bill Ryan, who's a McGill professor and LGBTQ uh, advocate. Charles Lowe, also known as Dolly Blonde, who's a singer, songwriter, and performer, joining us. Uh, Coming up, we'll talk about. uh, We'll we'll stick with a little bit of politics here, but there was an interesting study that showed that um, the right wing people might be emotionally uh, less let's say mature if if that's the word but we'll uh, I'll share the the results of that study is the music of Charles Lowe or Dolly Blonde who's that right here that is me that's beautiful
3: <laughs> Thank is that you. a new single that is indeed it's coming out next Friday it's called Inside Out with a music video shot by Connor Nickerson a McGill uh, alumni and uh, yeah it's been a year in the making It's very hard to make art when you're a full-time student. Who would have thunk?
0: So when are you? uh, How can people see it? Or yeah, for
3: sure Um, on Instagram at Dolly Blonde Music, on Twitter Dolly Blonder, and on Facebook Dolly Blonde. It's all going to be on streaming platforms: Bandcamp, Spotify, Apple Music, Carrier Pigeon, Smoke Signal, everything.
0: So cool! All right, well, look out for that. Yeah, Uh, and uh, Charles Lowe is our regular here on our LGBTQ panel, as is Bill Ryan and McGill. Professor and LGBTQ Advocate. So I was reading this study, which I thought was very interesting, seeing as that we were talking a little bit about um, politics, and it was looking at people's um, emotional abilities and cognitive abilities, and they found that people with deficits in emotional abilities and people with deficits in cognitive abilities are more likely to hold right-wing And prejudiced views and people with low emotional intelligence. So, this is another study that measured that, were more likely to hold right wing and racist views because they had less empathy and less ability to assume the perspective of others. So, I know there are people out there in politics who seem to be low on that emotional intelligence. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) Which is, you know, why listening to you, I'm thinking. What do we need? We need education, education, education. Mm. But education is not just about facts and history, but also education about, about compassion and uh, about teaching empathy and those sorts of things, which, you know, in schools where they're happening are very successful.
0: Right. Which is all part of teaching not just the, the tolerance, but acceptance. Acceptance by, by empathy. Like once you learn empathy, you can learn to accept people for who, who they, they are. are. Exactly, Right.
1: which you know, this this uh, this sort of underlines the fact that a Republican politician in the U.S. Um, said last week that uh, the Republicans would have a much better chance of staying in power much longer if they cut all funding to education in the United States and stop funding colleges and universities and schools. Oh my goodness! You know, which, that, that, <laughs> so keep pe- people ignorant,
0: that. right? That they would actually utter the words yes. out loud. Yes. Well, a lot of people think it, right? Mm-hmm. Keep people ignorant, and this is what uh, what you're going to get. It's easier to have people who are ignorant to follow leaders, I guess, or mm. to...
1: Follow populists.
0: Follow populists, yeah, exactly. And mm. you were talking about uh, off-air, you were mentioning uh, a study about homophobia. Yes. Or homo- homophobes.
1: Yes. Right. Well, when you were mentioning this um, study you invoked a few moments ago, it made me think that... Uh, 20 and I'll go back in 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 time a little bit as a reflection because 20 years ago people would say to me, Oh, uh, you know, I think people who are really who are really homophobic are people who are afraid they might be gay themselves and so mm-hmm. they're trying to prove to people they're not." And there wasn't a lot of data to support that. But in the last 3 or 4 years there are tons of studies coming out with data that say that that's actually true, mm. that many men who are homophobic in their attitudes and behavior are actually trying to mask the fear in themselves that they might be gay. Right. So again, education, 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 right? right. And again, this is specifically
3: talking about gay men specifically. Mm-hmm. I doubt that if you showed straight homophobic men, lesbian pornography, that they would have any like objection about that. It's always about the constant questioning of their uh, apparent masculinity or the questioning of their role within their relationship or their role within their family is what they present.
0: Mm. And of course we've often said that right those that protest the most are those yes. that that tend to uh uh to go on the extreme with mm-hmm. uh with homophobic even like behavior and mm-hmm. the gay bashing
1: yes. and all of that yes. well you know in in school studies that uh you know boys who who put other boys down are often are often boys who five or six years later will be in the process of coming out themselves, not mm-hmm. always but often. And that's a manifestation, actually, of the possibility that someone might be gay, which just goes to show you how people have been educated by society to hate themselves so much that right. they will actually play that out against other people.
0: Right. So they turn instead of turning it on themselves, which some do, which right. we have a high suicide rate for um, for teenagers and and kids for that, and then. Mm -hmm. Or they take it out on others. Mm -hmm.
1: And there Mm -hmm. are also some American studies that show that young women who are in crisis about their sexual orientation actually have a higher risk of becoming pregnant. For the same reason as young boys turn their violence against other young boys who are gender nonconforming... There's no better way to shield yourself from being suspected of being a lesbian if you're a young woman than being pregnant. Right, That's the and also proof it's of heterosexuality. Hyper,
0: well, it's also like hyper uh, hyper female yes. and hyper masculine. Right, right? going and right. going to those extremes. Now, on a lighter note, but still with a little bit of politics, when you comes when it comes to guns, I don't know if anybody saw The Daily Show. The uh, there was a correspondent by the name of Jabuki Young White. who said, "'I have a unique solution to stopping mass shootings. It's time to rebrand guns as gay.'" Uh, With the recent news that many straight men don't recycle because they perceive it as feminine and don't want friends to think they're gay, could that mindset be shifted to guns? If we make guns gay, will they suddenly become toxic? So he explained this whole reasoning to, uh, to Trevor Noah, and he pointed out just how gay guns actually are. He says, right off the bat, guns are what? Long, hard, and the best ones are black. And where do people keep their guns, Trevor? In the closet. Even the names of gun laws sound gay. Concealed carry? That's like every username on Grinder. The law might as well be called Assbreaker 37. And Stand Your Ground? That sounds like a Kelly Clarkson gay anthem, he joked, before launching into a hilarious melodic example. Uh, so it was a segment that just aired uh, last week. I thought it was brilliant.
3: I'll just put it out there. Jabuki, if you're listening, I'm a huge fan. Hi. <laughs> you can contact me. Brilliant, no? Yeah, no, Jabuki young one <laughs> is a great, great writer for The Trevor Noah Show. Also... Very, very apt of all of those,
0: I thought it was really funny, yeah, that's uh, hysterical, yeah, it really is, it really is uh coming up we'll uh we'll talk about uh another company that um refused to host a wedding a gay a, a gay wedding, so yet another one, but this time they kind of backed down but we'll we'll discuss this once again. With Dr. Lori Batido on CJAD 800. Let me get to a couple of texts here. Our LGBTQ panel in studio with us, Bill Ryan, McGill professor and LGBTQ advocate, Charles Lowe, also known as Dolly Blonde, is a singer, songwriter, performer, student, and all kinds of other... Whatever else you do,
3: I'm learning how to cook—that's <laughs> something, I guess. That's something.
0: All right, let me uh, share a couple of texts. Uh, this is totally off the wall. Who did this study? I'm not sure which study you're referring to because we talked about two: the homophobic the the homophobic study, and the one about uh, lower emotional intelligence. Uh, he goes on to say, obviously, not accredited institution. Actually, they are all in peer reviewed journals. Just saying, uh, it is like saying. Most gay males are less intelligent than straight men. I don't. I don't know. Mm. So I don't know which study he's referring to. Yeah, I think the two are getting mixed up, so they're not the same. We're also
3: referring to emotional intelligence, not general IQ intelligence. That's right.
0: It's just an emotional thing, right? Uh, On a different note, Mayor Jim Watson, mayor of Ottawa, won the mayoralty election by a good margin. He came out as gay. Recent survey states that if election was held today, he would lose by a far margin. What does this tell you? Residents of the city of Ottawa are blank, blank, I don't
1: know. I would say blank, blank. Residents of the city of Ottawa are residents of the city city of of Ottawa. Ottawa. (laughs) Um, Jim Watson has been known to be gay for a long, long time. Uh, It's one of those, you know, worst kept secrets. And everyone was kind of encouraging him to come out because everyone in ottawa knew um but his popularity or lack thereof should be about the policies that he um puts into place and the improvements he makes on people's lives in the city of ottawa be he gay or straight um just because you're gay doesn't mean you're the best politician and just because you're straight doesn't mean you're the best politician either but it shouldn't be something he has to hide
0: right and it's not something and and it was never hidden when he was elected he, it wasn't hidden then. Well, he
1: didn't deny it, he but did,
0: he never he, he affirmed never was, it. He never no. affirmed it, right. I no. think
3: there was a debate a while back where it was brought up by like an opposing politician and it was sort of shut down within the House. But, yeah, it's been an open
1: secret. But,
0: again, I think this person is saying like, oh, his uh, his popularity went down since he came out.
1: Oh. Yes, yeah. but I, but again, I don't want to refer back to Stephen Harper at, again this evening. but the thing <laughs> is is that you know, you can't make those kinds of you can't say Stephen Harper was defeated because he's heterosexual. Right, You can't Whoa. make those kinds of links. Right. He is right. devastatingly
3: right. heterosexual. <laughs> also, he you yes. said his name two times. One more time, he
0: will appear in the studio. <laughs> uh, let's see. I'm curious to know how the term gay, essentially meaning happy, came to be associated with homosexuality. Bill, you would know this. Well,
1: there are several theories about that. But the okay. one that actually is the most accepted is that at the time of the monarchies in Europe, when French was the language of the elite and the aristocracy, When the king preferred men over women, and in those times, you know, ordinary people couldn't live out homosexuality, but the aristocracy never considered itself bound by the rules of the church. When the king preferred men, the man preferred by the king was called le gay du roi, the, the one that makes the king happy. And Oscar Wilde, who was exiled for a while to France, um... Talk about gay Paris, which is where, you know, again, yes. this whole notion and where things were more open in, in France compared to England at the time, mm-hmm. those sorts of things. And there's a link between that, we believe, and um, the origin of the word gay as being associated to homosexuality. Just a very interesting little uh, trivial thing is that uh, in France, they use G-A-Y because they think it's an English word. And in uh, Quebec and the rest of Canada, in French, we use G-A-I because it's been it's seen French, as a French word. Gay, right? yeah. so it's When you know, <laughs> and we go to France, they say, why do you spell it wrong? Why don't you use G-A-Y? And we go, well, we actually are spelling it right. You guys are spelling oh, it as an wrong. English word. That's
0: right.
3: Uh, also, if there are any French monarchs listening, hi, I'm also here. <laughs>
0: Oh, man. All right. So I just wanted to share this story because it seems like every week there's another one of these stories. Uh, Just a day after a California winery was publicly called out for its overt homophobia and refusing to host a lesbian couple's wedding, it turned around and said it would allow the weddings and uh the women were turned away because the owners said they have a very strong personal religious belief regarding uh marriage so this is very much the same as the baker who won't make the cake and the you know uh, and we get responses from people who will say well they have a right to to i guess
3: yeah. Discriminate. I'm <laughs>
0: well, a right to choose who they service or not. But that's discrimination because what if it was not an LGBT? What if it was uh we won't we won't uh you know yeah. give I've... services to a Jew or a Muslim? Well, well or... we had
1: another situation, I think it was in Tennessee two weeks ago where um a mixed couple I don't like using the word mixed race because I think it's a bad mm-hmm. use of terms, but a couple of mixed ethnicity went to a, a wedding venue, and they said, we don't allow mixed-race marriages in our venue and, um, because it's in the Bible. And so I guess several preachers and pastors in the United States got in touch with this place and said there's no place in the Bible that, that's a bad reading of the Bible. And they said, okay, we'll allow mixed—I'm saying this, quote-unquote— mixed-race marriages, but we won't allow same-sex marriages because it's against our personal values. The courts have generally said that when you purvey a public service— when you offer a public service, you cannot discriminate against any portion of that public that you offer the service to, because what are we going to do? Stores that don't serve Jews, stores that don't serve blacks, right. stores that don't serve, serve right. women, stores that don't also, serve gays—just right. ridiculous. Don't give these
3: establishments your business to begin with. I'm this lesbian couple who purposely went to this establishment that it's been known that these types of like far right establishments don't serve. Uh, people of the same sex people but maybe mis- they didn't know
0: it's just a winery they, they it's not like they publicly put it on their website we do not uh and allow gay marriages so, there here. are a
3: billion and one queer businesses that they could support at the same time who are directly giving money back into queer businesses and queer communities
0: that's true too yeah. that, that's. but that's everyone has a right to a public
3: service without discrimination if a straight ice cream shop doesn't serve me ice cream, I'm going to the gay ice cream shop. Right, but I'll fight the straight ice cream shop over you
0: See, that's the difference, right? <laughs> <laughs> like Charles will walk away yeah. and say, you know... It's
3: because I'm an Aquarius. I'm so sorry, guys.
0: I don't know if it's a generational thing. I don't know. I mean, you've been fighting the fight for decades. I mean, you were in on the ground floor when, when it really required a fight. So yeah. it's, a, it's a very different perspective here, mm-hmm. right? You'd be mm-hmm. like pushing... To to have that recognized, and Charles is like, you know what? Screw you all. <laughs> I'll go but find somebody
1: else. We're lucky here though, because you know we don't run into that kind of attitude in 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 Montreal or in Canada very much. Where people people may not agree entirely with everyone else's lifestyle, which is fine. You
0: don't have to agree. No, you don't have don't, to agree. We're don't, not don't telling live everybody... my lifestyle if you don't
1: agree with it, but exactly. don't stop me from living it.
0: That's right. Nobody says you have to love and agree with everybody's whatever they're doing. But you don't have a right to stop them from living their life. Mm -hmm. They're not hurting. Like, live and let live. We just don't have that attitude enough. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, nobody's doing anything illegal, immoral, and and crazy. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, we need need a lot more of that. Guys, thank you so much for being here. Thank Uh, you. As always, I always enjoy our discussions. Uh, Bill Ryan and Charles Lowe. Again, uh, Charles can be found at?
3: uh... Uh, At Dolly Blonde Music on Instagram, at Dolly Blonder on Twitter, Dolly Blonde on Facebook. Uh, Charles Just in Google my, Dolly just Blonde Just Google Dolly Blonde and it will come And you'll
0: up. hear the music uh, which is fabulous by the way Thank, Thank you, you very much, much. And uh, Bill Ryan well you can always take his class at McGill Yes I'm not on Twitter I'm not on <laughs> any of, any That's of right these You're so nowhere <laughs> It's exhausting honestly <laughs> All right. Thank you guys so much. And thank you all for your many texts and for spending time with us. Thanks to Chris, our technical producer. If you want to connect with me on social media, you could do that at Dr. Batito or through my website, drlori.com. Coming up next here on CJED, we've got the CTV National News. Have a wonderful rest of the evening and remember to live your life with passion.